1: Do you have a good memory? You know, everybody's memory is different. Some people are good with short term and some are better with long term. All of us have to work at it. You know, memory is a gift and some people are more gifted than others, but memory is something, it's like a muscle. You have to exercise it. And in our journey through scripture, we come to a book that is a book of remembrance. As a matter of fact, the great message of the entire book is just that, putting you in remembrance. It is the second letter and the final letter of a man by the name of Peter. We call it the book of 2 Peter. It bears close resemblance to the book of Jude. As a matter of fact, one may have influenced the other because both the subject matter and even the phraseology are very similar to each other. In comparing Scripture with Scripture, I would challenge you to put them side by side and to study 2 Peter and the book of Jude alongside one another because they both deal with how to live victoriously in the last days. Now Peter writes this, not only this book about the last days for us, but he writes it in the last days of his own life. Impending death is upon him. Martyrdom is coming. Because of that, the tone of 2 Peter reminds me at least a great deal of 2 Timothy, the last letter the Apostle Paul wrote, both of them on the verge of meeting God, both of them giving warning to believers for the last days, both of them seeing The Word of God is the only solution in an evil age. And so Peter is an old man. He's coming near the end. And, uh, you know, like many people, nearing the end, they get more reflective. But for Peter, it's not just reflective for himself. No, this is a book of remembrance. He's saying to believers, look, I'm about to leave you. My voice will be silent, but there's some things you need never to forget. Let me read to you just a little from chapter 1. He writes in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 12, these words, "...wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them and be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet as long as I'm in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance." He says in verse 15, Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. He writes again in chapter 3, verse 1, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Peter's goal was to remind believers of certain things that they already know. One of the dangers for us who've been Christians for a while, who've studied the Bible for a while, is we think we know that already. But oh, how easy we forget, how quickly we we fail to remember those things that we should rehearse again and again. Uh, One of the great secrets to a victorious Christian life is remembrance. He said, I stir you up by way of remembrance. I don't know about you, I don't have a hard time getting stirred up for the Lord. I have a hard time sometimes staying stirred. How do you stay stirred? If you have to depend on other people to stir you, you'll never be a a stirred-up Christian. You have to learn to stir yourself. And how do you do that? By way of remembrance. Exercising your memory. When I find my own heart getting cold, I go back and rehearse the day that I got saved. I go back and try to visit Calvary again and remember what Jesus did for me. When my faith ebbs low, I go back and rehearse answers to prayer, things that God has already done, and suddenly I find my own heart getting stirred up again for the Lord. What is that? That's God's way of keeping us stirred by way of remembrance. As a matter of fact, the whole book follows that tone. In chapter 1, He puts them in remembrance first of what they've obtained, all the wonderful things they have, the peace and power and promises of God, the divine nature. Then at the end of chapter 1, he puts them in remembrance of the truth and he reminds them to take heed to the truth they've been given. In chapter 2, he puts them in remembrance of former judgments and he talks to them about how God judged the false prophets and how God destroyed the world. And then when you come to chapter 3, he reminds them about the coming day of the Lord. Not about past judgment, but the judgment that is to come. He looks ahead and he says, don't forget this. The Lord is coming. Judgment is coming. He closes his letter with an admonition to be diligent. Be a diligent Christian. Why? Because the Lord Jesus is coming. What a book of remembrance this is. What a book of stirring this is. The key word of the book is the word know or knowledge. Some some form of that is used 14 times. My friend, it's not just about what you know. It's about stirring up what you know to be true. It's about revisiting what you've already learned. There was a book that came out a few years ago, and the title of it was Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Now that's hyperbole, of course, but the man's point was it's so many simple things. It's the same things again and again. And isn't that true of the Christian life? It's the basics, a return to basics. It's not some new thing. It's a fresh understanding of the same truth. There is no new thing under the sun, my friend. God says, I want you to remember the same truth. As a matter of fact, I believe that much of the Bible is written just for that point, to remind us, to stir us up by way of remembrance. Think of all the things in history that God did just to get men to remember. What's the rainbow? The rainbow is God's way of saying, remember my promise to you. What were the 12 stones the children of Israel were to erect as an altar? It was a means of remembrance. What was the tabernacle and all the pieces of the tabernacle? It was a reminder of God, the presence of God. It was a means of remembrance. Uh, The tree in the garden, why did God even put the tree there? As a means of reminding them that He was God and they were not. Uh, What is the ordinances of the Lord Jesus all about? Uh, The baptism and the Lord's Supper. uh, they're, They're means of remembrance. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, even when you come to the Lord's table, this do in. Remembrance of me. It seems like the Lord knows something that we easily forget, and that is that we are forgetful people and that we need to remember. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1 says, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth. The truth is, it's not just for youth, it's for all of life. We should learn it early and we should rehearse it all of our life. No matter how old you are today or what stage you are on this journey with Jesus Christ, You need to go back and remember certain things. Remember who the Lord is. Remember how He saved you. Remember how He changed your life. Rehearse those things. For example, did you know that even in this book, Peter references an experience he had with the Lord on the Mount of Transfiguration. He's doing something. He's exercising his own memory. And then in that very context, he said, you have something even better than that something better than the Mount of Transfiguration, you have the very Word of God. I believe this. I believe the greatest means for being put in remembrance is the Word of God. The greatest way to stay stirred and remember the Lord and not become a forgetful Christian is to spend time in the Word of God every day. And so I want to challenge you. Meditate on the Scriptures. Think much of the Lord. Put to practice today this practical tool of memory and ask the Lord to help you not to forget who Christ is and who you are and why Christ saved you. You know, one of Satan's greatest tools is he is a master of identity theft. He wants you to forget who you are in Jesus Christ. That's what he does when he brings temptation, when he brings trial. He gets your mind off of the Lord and to get your mind fixed on something else. And what do we have to do? We need a spiritual reset button. We need to go back to what we know for sure. What do we know for sure? Jesus Christ is the Lord. Jesus Christ is our Savior. And Jesus Christ is coming again. And my friend, if all of that is true, we ought to be stirred up today. We ought to be stirred up by way of remembrance, and we ought to say, by the grace of Almighty God, in the end time. At the end of the age, on the edge of eternity, we're going to finish well, faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places. But instead, the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.